Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, Song, Scripture, and My Thoughts. Today is April 29th, 2022. Today's song is Goodness of God by Jen Johnson. Today's scripture will be from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. The Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes. Today's message is titled, Pursue God's Goodness. I want to go ahead and get started in Scripture. If you want to turn your Bibles to the book of Matthew, chapter 5. And I'll begin reading. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, I'm going to pause right there because I want you to picture Jesus, our Messiah, the Anointed One, God in the flesh. He's got a multitude of people that are come to hear him speak, to hear his precious sermon. So precious. Imagine yourself sitting there on the mountain waiting for him to speak to you. And he sits down with his disciples around him. And then in verse 2, he opens his mouth and he began to teach them. And I want, want to reflect back to Genesis where by speaking Speaking it into existence, he created the world. He just spoke. He opened his mouth and spoke everything into being. And in verse 2, he opens his mouth, and now he's speaking life into the crowd. He's teaching them about who he is, who God is. So this is a real important sermon, the, the most important sermon that we will ever, ever read in the Holy Bible. So he starts out in verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Pause. Sometimes our spirits are depleted and we, we get down on ourselves, right? 
because we can't get it right. Nobody can ever get it right. And we really can get down on ourselves. And Jesus is speaking to you. You're the one that is the, the poor in spirit. Who is constantly not feeling worthy of, of God. But what he does for us, his sole purpose was to wash us, wash us clean by atoning us with his blood on the cross. So this is, of course, before he's crucified. But he wants us to know that some of us will feel like we're poor in spirit. And he's saying that ours is the kingdom of heaven. Those of you that are poor in spirit. And then those of us that mourn. In Revelation, he states, after he's resurrected, and uh, he appears to the Apostle John, and he says, those of us that mourn, our tears will be wiped away. And he would rather us mourn than not mourn. Let me let me find that scripture really quick where where he set, where he talks about that. Okay, it's found in Revelation chapter 21 verse 4. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And there will no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain. The first things have passed away. Pause. So he's talking about himself, Jesus. He's telling us there will no longer be any mourning. So he knows that we mourn. He knows that we mourn. And he's addressing the mourners and he says they shall be comforted and we don't have to wait for Jesus to return he comforts us even when we're mourning there if we seek him and pursue him and go just pursue God's goodness Call upon the Holy Spirit. He comforts us because he is the comforter. He's our comforter. In verse 5, Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Pause. It's better to be gentle than to be always in attack mode, <laughs> so to speak. If you're being gentle, then nobody's ever going to complain about you. You're never going to hurt anybody's feelings. You are going to be just handling every situation with gentleness because you are, you don't want to hurt, hurt your loved one by saying something mean just want to approach everything with gentleness. And he says that 
those shall inherit the earth. So keep that in mind. Be gentle. Verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Pause. If you are hungry for the word of God, if you thirst for the word of God, you're pursuing righteousness, you want to be good, you're, you're, you're pursuing God's goodness all the time because you love God so much. You, you're hungry and thirsty for him. He says, we will be satisfied. We will be satisfied. Whatever life throws at us, we will be satisfied. He will satisfy us. Verse 7, blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Pause. When I told you to hold the thought as to being gentle, we also have to be merciful. I, I have uh, been known to uh, try to find peace in a situation. In fact, I've been told, that's the reason I say this, is because I have had people say, Oh, Nellie, you're always trying to find the good in people. Without even realizing that I had, it is not about, nobody can ever be all the way good. So we have to show mercy, even when we're not receiving mercy. Somebody comes up to me and they have a complaint about somebody else because that person hadn't been gentle, hadn't, hadn't um, considered the other person's feelings. In the heat of the moment, they, they're, they're argumentative. As the person receiving this, because Jesus is on record, he, uh, he tells us, if you're being slapped on one cheek, turn to them also the other cheek. Of course, this is hard to do, but it's, you know, what we're called to do, we're to show mercy because God shows us mercy. So we have to forgive these people, forgive ourselves, forgive those people, and show an example that you are a person that is merciful. And yes, you have to do it daily before the sun sets, God says. Forgive. Don't hold anything against anybody after the sun sets. And this is a good way to, to remain pure in heart. Because we're not going to sleep upset and waking up upset and perhaps this person upsets you every single day and every single day you have to show them mercy and you're getting tired of showing the person mercy and starting again the next day but God teaches us to do just that so we don't grow bitter so we have to show mercy and if you're listening and you're the one that is not being gentle constantly arguing with somebody, especially a loved one, constantly in strife, constantly 
being a giving a person wave after wave after wave after wave, attacking, 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 attacking. Remind yourselves that you have to be gentle. Remind yourselves that you have to show the person mercy because both people have to show each other mercy. And if you're both being gentle in spirit, you won't, you're not going to have to show mercy every day. It's about learning to be gentle. It's about learning to be merciful and forgiving. Just as our Lord, our Lord is with us. And the merciful, they shall receive mercy from God. They shall receive mercy. In verse 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. This should be our life's goal, <laughs> to be pure in heart, to not harbor any ill will, to be to be uh, there's no bitterness in our hearts there's no unrest about somebody we we don't have any ill will in our heart we don't have any wrongdoing in our heart we 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 seek to be pure because God is pure we seek to be holy because God is holy this this is something I want to see. I want to see God. And he says, this promise is, for the pure in heart, we shall see God. Now, I don't know if he means that when we are in heaven or when he returns and he makes a new heaven, that we're not going to get too much time with God. We're not actually going to see him, but we're going to be able to live with him but maybe we're not going to be able to see him. I don't know what he means here, but I want to one day see the face of God. I do. I want to get that privilege. And in verse 9, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Now, without realizing in my... When I've had friends say, Nellie, you're always trying to find the good in, in the situation. You're always trying to make peace. You're always trying to keep the peace. Well, when I see this verse, blessed are the peacemakers, I'm glad to have kept the peace or tried to keep the peace or try to find the goodness to remind the people that are talk, telling me about their dilemma of another person being mean or argumentative and they're, they're, they're to the point where they just are tired of showing mercy because it's a repetitive behavior from the other person. Always, always arguing. But like I said before, the reason God wants us to let go of things by the sunset is so we don't start, go to sleep that way. And bitterness doesn't take root. And so we keep and what the apostle, I think it was the apostle Peter asked Jesus, how many times do I need to re forgive my brother? <laughs> and Jesus said, I say to you 70 times, 70 times, a lot of times, all, all the time, forgive, 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 let it go, let it go, let it go, be a peacemaker, be a peacemaker. 
I've said recently to somebody to bring God into your argument. Let it go tonight. Be so mercy. Tomorrow bring God into the situation. And only God can fix the relationship. Only God can. Ask for God's help. And he will help you make the peace. He will help you be a peacemaker. The peacemaker gets more reward than the person that's not a peacemaker. And the peacemakers shall be called sons of God, daughters of God. So there's a reward for this. There's a reward. Be a peacemaker. I am not going to offer you advice that is going to be negative. You won't hear it from me because I want the person to see the good in the person that is argumentative. You know, this person could be going through a lot of stuff. And even though it doesn't feel good being yelled at or well, you just can't seem to ever resolve any situation, the answer is being a peacemaker, saying, let's bring God into the, let's bring God into our day. Let's shoo Satan out. Satan is trying to to get in between you two. And when anybody comes to you with the complaint, tell them to bring God into the situation. He's the only one that can bring peace. We have to seek peace and pursue it, as found in Psalm 34. Seek peace and pursue it. Seek peace and pursue it. God is peace. And if there's no peace in your situation, the devil's trying to ruin something, something precious. Don't give him a foothold. Get him out. Get out. And bring God into the situation and be a peacemaker. And one day you will be called a son of God. Verse 10. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Pause. Lately, I've heard things like I'm not as crazy as you in this religion stuff. So something along those lines. And yeah, I'm a fool for Christ. I am I will speak the truth. Jesus never did not speak truth. He never was wishy-washy in, in, in his truth in how a person should conduct themselves. And I will always side with my Lord. I will always have my Lord's back. I will always, always, always tell a person the truth because the truth will set anybody free. So yes, I am persecuted at times. I feel persecuted at times. Like, I'm too... I'm following Jesus too much. You can never follow Jesus too much. He is the only one that we should be following. We shouldn't be following the people. We should always be teaching people because ours is the kingdom of heaven. If you're persecuted, he's quick to remind us that he was persecuted first. And you're, you're in a good position good and high and holy position because 
he was persecuted. So if, if I'm persecuted for teaching people the right thing to do, and I don't, I, I don't try to do it in, in a mean spirit. I try to do it in a godly spirit because God is with me. So, blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Verse 11, blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Pause. Anytime you say something about somebody else because of their love for God, whether you know it or not, these are evil remarks. You're either going to have an evil remark or a good remark. And, you're, and, and it'll be false. If somebody is teaching you something of God and saying you shouldn't do that, that's offensive to God. And then you say, well, she's overboard. I, you know, people have often said of me, you are way overboard. You know, and that's an insult because I'm really just following God. I am pursuing God's goodness and I'm pursuing God's goodness for others. Join me in my, in my pursuit of peace. So Jesus says in verse 12, rejoice and be glad. For your reward in heaven is great. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. That's the end of the scripture that I'll be reading today of the Beatitudes. So he says rejoice and be glad if you're persecuted. If you're insulted. If people say something false. And say all kinds of evil against you because of Jesus He says, rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is great. The prophets were all persecuted. They were all insulted. Nobody wanted to be told about, the, about God and what, and, and what God requires. And it seems like until this day, people are trying to shove us away from God and what is right in the eyes of God and shoving us more what is right in the eyes of people. Pick a day, pick a, pick a position today because you can't serve God and money. You can't serve God and other people. You have to pick a side. You have to do that. And I've picked my side. I've picked my side, but I've also would rather choose to be peaceful and, and to be gentle. And I'm not going to get it right because sure, there's arguments, but we have to let go 
of that spirit of argumentative behavior, of the spirit of aggressiveness and retaliation and because we got to be careful. We do not want to be bitter. I'm in the book of Judges right now and the Israelites were no different from them. They seek God. They cry out to God in times of trouble. But as soon as their trouble is, as soon as they have calm seas, they all did uh, evil in their own. Let me let me get into the into the scripture here. So it says in the book of Judges, almost every chapter. Then the sons of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. And they, sorry, and also in the book of Judges, it's, a, it's written a lot. The sons of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. They forgot their Lord, the Lord their God and served the Baals and the Asheroth. So they were always doing what was right in their own eyes. We need to do what is right in the eyes of God. As though he's watching us and listening to us. And that should, little by little, you know, I, have, I haven't always pursued righteousness. I haven't always pursued God, the goodness of God. I haven't always. You learn these characteristics because the Holy Spirit is working in you and making you more and more like Jesus. And if somebody is saying to you, you're, you're extreme, you're, you're, you're taking this stuff too seriously. I'm not as crazy as you, <laughs> things like that. If you're starting to hear that, or you're rubbing, you're so-and-so's rubbed off on you. <laughs> um, that's good. That's good stuff right there. That means the Holy Spirit is working on you. He is working on you. And he is. You're starting to. You're, the Holy Spirit is starting to bring upon you and in you. All of these Beatitudes. You're slowly becoming poor in spirit, mournful, gentle. You hunger and thirst for righteousness. You're merciful. You're pure in heart. You're a peacemaker. And if you're pursuing God, pursuing his goodness, his righteousness, for the sake of righteousness... And, and you're being persecuted and insulted and people are just against you. That means you're doing something right. 
for God. That means you're sticking to your guns. You're sticking to your guns. You're sticking to your God. You, 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 you don't want to be wishy-washy. You, you've picked a side. You've, you've chosen God because God has chosen you and you've chosen him too. You've taken that statement that God has said, I am your God and you are my people. Seriously. I am one of God's children. I am one of God's people. He is my God. I will serve him. I will always side with him. And that is why if you're, if, um, you're discouraged that I, I can't pick a side with you and your, the person that you're having difficulty with, because I'm trying to find a way for the two of you to find peace, for the relationship to heal, e even in the workplace, I have always been this way. I can't say always. I, I don't know. <laughs> but enough that people notice, right? You're always trying to find the peace. Well, always trying to find the, pe the peace. And, you know, Jesus teaches us examples along the way. He sure does. He says, let go of everything that's got you bothered by sunset. Forgive by sunset. Forgive by sunset. Forgive by sunset. How many times do I have to forgive? Many, he says, because he forgives us every day. He does. He shows us mercy every day. So we have to show mercy every day. The devil wants us to be upset. The devil wants us to get sick. Because what, what does uh, that do to a body? And you start getting headaches. You start, you start getting sick because you haven't let go of something. So first of all, if you're the person up there, out there upsetting somebody, stop it. That also resolves the problem. Choose love over hate. Choose to be gentle over arguing and beating somebody down. Choose to be gentle. Bring God into the situation. Have God fix it. Because the devil wants us to be mad at each other. Don't let him get that. Don't let him win. Don't let such an awful being win. He's, he's full of hatred. He's full of strife. He's full of anger. He, he's full of jealousy. He's full of pride. Let go of all that, those characteristics of the evil one. And latch on to the characteristics that Jesus wants us to have in the Beatitudes. Now, I'll come on as soon as possible with the rest of the Sermon of the Mount, on the Mount. I hope everybody has a blessed day. Again, the song is Goodness of God by Jen Johnson. Such a great song. Such a great song. Pursue God's goodness.
pursue God's goodness, pursue God's goodness. Seek peace, seek peace. God is peace. He's the only one that can give you peace. It's a peace like no other. It's not a worldly peace. It's a heavenly peace that you can have peace through the storm. You can have peace through all the troubles. You can have peace through all the arguments if you only follow God's example and his teaching. Go back and read Matthew chapter 5, the Beatitudes. Learn them. Learn those. And even say during an argument, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the gentle. You know? <laughs> you can't go wrong. Much love to all. All the glory to God. And if you're going through it, take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. He is as real as you and I. He hears. He speaks. Until next time. Bye.